It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Well, heads up to any tourists from out of the country coming to beautiful Canada. There's this driver from New York State stopped near Niagara Falls doing 142 in an 80 zone. And the excuse this gentleman gave to the OPP was, I didn't realize your signs were in kilometers an hour. I was doing miles an hour. Oh, that's made up. It is. You be- would, you would is, know. No, no, it is because <laughs> 142 kilometers an hour translates to 88 miles an hour. So even by the miles an hour standard, he was still speeding. Yeah, but he was only eight over. He thought. But that's eight miles over. That's closer to 13, 14 kilometers. So do you think this guy was driving along and thinking to himself, why is everyone going so slow? Well, I guess everyone here in this country drives slow. What an (laughs) idiot. Bunch of slow driving maple syrup consuming (laughs) Canucks, you see. This is why it's important to learn about a culture before you visit a new area. Like if you ever visit Alberta, for example, they don't say good morning or good night. Oh, there they say F. Trudeau. It's like Aloha in Alberta. Now, oh boy, Tim Hortons, this poor, poor company, getting sued by this woman out of Huntsville. She alleges she went through the Tim Hortons drive-thru, was served a super hot tea, is the words that was used in the lawsuit. Or just a tea. Of course it's hot. It's tea. It was super hot. Well... It's supposed to be. You have to bring the water to boiling to make tea. No, you don't. Pretty much. No, you can make cold tea. Just throw some cold water into a pot with some tea bags. Yeah, but no one's going through the drive-thru for that. She ordered a hot tea, though. <laughs> so you expect it to be hot. Carry she, on. She claims she got a faulty cup. This super hot tea spilled on her lap. Second degree burns. There's photos all over the news. Looks awful. It does. She's suing for $500,000. I feel bad for her, but I'm kind of with Timmy's here. When you order a hot drink, Timmy's is saying there's an assumed risk if you spill the tea on yourself, you can burn yourself. <laughs> yes, there's an assumed risk of eating a Tim Hortons. There's an assumed risk with everything. I could pop a, a Timbit in my mouth and choke on it if I don't chew properly. Oh, you are coming across really dumb this morning. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> you were off mic. You were like, I could be driving and pop a Timbit in my mouth and <laughs> choke like you're some kind of, uh like, you know those infomercials where people are, like, tying their shoes and then stab themselves in the eye for some reason? Yeah, but would that be Tim Horton's fault if I choked on my own Timbit? I think, I think we can all agree, though, this story is very, very sad, and nobody should have to suffer the indignity of eating at Tim Horton's. I imagine this applies mostly to parents. You've had to call poison control before. Health Canada is making it a little easier. If you got to call poison control, there's just one number you can call anywhere in the country. You can be in Huron County. You could be in Huron County, Nova Scotia. The number you want to call is 1-844-POISON-X. Apparently, it's National Poison Prevention Week. Yeah. Did you know? So you want to stop people from getting poisoned this week. It's not a good thing to be poisoned. Yeah, you you don't want to poison people this it's week. It's something we want to prevent. It's not a week to poison yeah. people. It's a week to avoid Any that. other week, poisonings. one poison x Why'd you call poison <laughs> control? My son swallowed my contact lenses. Lost the little contact lens holder, put them in a cup one night. Somebody's used that cup, and they swallowed my contact lenses. And so I, I called poison control and said, hey, is, is this something I need to be concerned about? And they said, no, nah, it's okay. 
it's just clean water, really, that you had those in and a little bit of plastic. Be honest, because I know how cheap you are. Were you more concerned about replacing the contact lenses or about your child's health? Well, my child's health. And I didn't want to lose a pair of contacts. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> They're expensive. Back then, they were really expensive. One eight four four Poison X or one eight four four seven six four seven six six nine Poison X sounds like a metal band. <laughs> it does kind of sound like a metal band. Their earlier stuff was better, though. Over in Regina, they have someone who runs the tourism there, and they thought it would be a great idea to just play up on this whole idea of Regina rhymes with vagina. They had this whole new campaign launched with slogans such as, show us your Regina. (laughs) How could they think this was a good idea? It's so good. The city that rhymes with fun. I've heard that a bunch. I've heard that over the years. And make Regina sexy. So basically, they're just wanting to capitalize. If it gets people to the city, maybe it's a good thing. But then people were saying, what kind of tourists are we trying to attract here? And they had a whole theme song. They came up with this theme song years ago, and they kind of redid it. So if you don't remember the old Experience Regina theme song, it sounds something (laughs) like this. And enough of that. So, so that's that's the old song. It kind of went viral because Jimmy Fallon played it a while ago. And so they figure, well, we got all this great recognition from that. Let's use it. Let's redo the song. So let's update it so that it sounds exactly the same. Regina, Regina. <laughs> I, don't know, I think I like the old one. Regina. I think they got Green Day to do the new one. Like a bad Green Day. Show us your Regina. Terrible. If they're going to do rhymes, I hope Huntsville doesn't get any ideas. It seems to be like a divine right that every dad has. Once they become a dad, you start doing the dad jokes. By divine, you mean satanic. Yeah, you didn't grow up with a dad that made dad jokes. No, sir. And uh, Lebanese people don't have humor. So I like the dad jokes, and you hate it when I give dad jokes. Because I'm not your child. But We're I re- at work. But We're I re- speaking to other adults. But I remember when I first started working here, you thanked me for the dad jokes because you said, you know, I didn't really grow up with dad jokes, so thanks for letting me experience that horror. You know how you go to other countries where, like, there's way more poverty, and you see the poverty, and you're thankful? It's like, I'm glad I don't experience this. Oh. That's what I was talking about. Okay, well... Either way, dads out there have reason to celebrate. Uh, There's a psychologist saying that the dad joke might actually be good for your children because just the right amount of embarrassment is good because it teaches them how to overcome awkward moments in public. This guy sucks. Is this terrible? This guy sucks. (laughs) Embarrassing your kids is good because it teaches them how to deal with trauma? Like anxiety and embarrassment, that sucks. I have like... A sense memory of that as a kid being embarrassed. My dad would yell at me in public. Yeah, but if you can overcome that, you can overcome anything. No, or you get crippled by it. Well, I had anxiety my whole life. <laughs> this guy is the worst. We need to take. Is he a doctor? We need to take his certification away. He, yeah, he's uh, some kind of doctor. 
the best dad jokes were the ones that the kids would set up. Like, Dad, can you put on my shoes? And you'd be like, no, I don't think they'll fit. Those were the best. Ooh. The ones that they deliver. They set you up for it. Can you put the cat out? Oh, I didn't know it was on fire. Those terrible jokes. Not funny, right? No. There's this woman in Virginia. Guinness World Records have just named her the oldest female hockey player. She's 82 years old. Her name's Linda. And she started at the age of 35. She was a figure skater before, and she joined some team. It was actually the first women's hockey team in Washington, D.C., and she's kept playing. She's now 82, and she's on a team, and you can catch her playing hockey still. Good for her, eh? If you're playing against, what's her name again? Uh, Linda. If you're playing against Linda, are you rough with Linda on the ice? Do you play <laughs> like you would play against somebody younger? Linda's way better than I'd ever be. At 82, I'm pretty sure. But are you are you checking Linda into the boards? No, no. No. Apparently, she's quite good. She's playing just like she's 35, except they had to make the font on the scoreboard bigger. It's the only difference. <laughs> when she gets into fights, she takes <laughs> off her gloves and her earring aids and takes a calcium supplement. You want to go for a walk? Weather's getting nice. Have at it. Go to one of Huron County's many conservation areas. But conservation officials are warning you. What, cougars? No. Oh, what? Wild turkeys. (gasps) It's mating season right now. Oh, yeah. Apparently the lady turkeys, uh, they're they're calm. But the tom turkeys, the men, they can be pretty aggressive sometimes. So the turkeys might attack me because they think I'm a threat? Like they think that the lady turkeys want me? You do smell like a woman turkey. Well. So they would attack you. Possibly. Yeah, officials saying they can sometimes be aggressive towards humans. So if you're approached by an angry feathered creature, it's either a turkey during mating season or morning guy Matt Hussey after a drag show. So this new poll from research company polled Canadians, 54% of us, more than half, support the death penalty for murderers. Oh, so if someone kills someone, we think it's okay to just kill them back. We kill them right back. Isn't that called hypocrisy? Do unto murderers <laughs> as a murderer does unto the murdered. Uh, I think it's in the uh, why, second or third Harry Potter book. Why is this being brought up again? I don't know. They're surveying people. Okay. There's no laws or anything. I don't know. Maybe it should be expanded. I think the death penalty should also be brought in, not just for murderers, but people who are rude to wait staff. Mm. If you have too many items in the express lane at the grocery store, yes. you get the chair. Driving 10 under the speed limit on the highway. That's lethal injection. People who eat loudly. People are late for dinner. The (laughs) asparagus doesn't taste good cold. And people who call their cats fur babies. Yeah, murder. In all seriousness, we shouldn't kill people. This is Canada, okay? This isn't Canada in 1962, which was the last time we executed somebody. Oh, yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Well, the last hanging was right here in Godrich. Right here in beautiful Huron County. Something to be proud of? (laughs) No. Yeah, why not? Make good rope here. It's around this time three years ago that a state of emergency was declared for the COVID-19 pandemic. And it was actually Friday, March, this past March 17th, That was the anniversary. It was March 17th, 2020. Ontario declared a state of emergency and we kind of shut down. Right. Kids went home for March break and then they never went back. They never went back. (laughs) (laughs) Only three years, though. Honestly, it feels like it's been 40. It was a long three years. It was a tough three years to have kids, dude. Trish and I talk about that a lot. Like It was. It was. 
being able to just wake up with each other, not have to like entertain kids at home from school for better part of a year. It's crazy. I was reminded of this because I had a Facebook memory pop up from three years ago. And for some reason, I thought when the pandemic hit, people would want to see me sing on Facebook. <gasps> you were one of those people? <laughs> yeah. We're like, now that we're locked down, here's a song on Facebook Live. Here's a song to cheer you up. And nobody wanted to hear it? Don't fence me in. No, it just... We, we had to do what we needed to do to just feel good for a while. We baked bread. We fought over toilet paper. Why was toilet paper the thing? <laughs> I don't know. That we were fighting over. I guess when you think about it, what's the one thing you don't want to run out in your house? Toilet paper. Food. No food, dummy. <laughs> well, you can always eat toilet paper. Can you? I guess could. in a pinch. It's a plant. Some seasoning. I don't know. I figure for the anniversary of the state of emergency, I'm going to do the same thing I did three years ago. Avoid my parents. Mad Hussy guessing that of all the things that have gone up in price at the grocery store, yogurt's gone up the highest? No. Pasta products. Oh. Gone up 23% over the last year. After that, lettuce, then butter, apples, juice, bread. Pasta used to be like the poor man's meal. It used to be, Been right? Then. You just boil some pasta and add some tomato sauce. Or not even tomato, just olive oil and a little Parmesan cheese, and you're good to go. We'd call it a meal. Kraft dinner, did that go up? Uh, it doesn't say anything. Is, does that count as Italian? Well, that's pasta. Maybe you could just take the pasta from those boxes. Is it technically pasta? Life hack. Remember how they had to stop calling KFC Kentucky Fried Chicken because, like, it wasn't kind of technically chicken? It's macaroni. Is it technically macaroni or, or is it shredded up newspaper form to look like macaroni? I don't know. It's hard to tell. Good question. I miss the days, though, when pasta was 50 cents a package. You could feed your whole family with a normal job. You know, the days before I was born. Fridays at 8.40, we do the local hero feature, and we ask you to go to our website, country1049.ca. Let us know who in your life has stepped up. I was just reading about these three guys that were out for a walk in the Wyoming woods, and one of them got attacked by a grizzly bear. Fortunately, one of the friends was a, a pro wrestler and actually started fighting the bear to Did save he, his friend. And he lost, right? Because it's a bear. No, he, he's in rough shape, but he did like a quadruple leg takedown on this bear and succeeded, saved his friend's life, and he came out alive too. I'm not saying that's the bar to fight a bear for your friends. What are you saying? But that's a heroic story, right? Okay. You know someone who took on a bear to save your life? Let us know. Okay, I want to be clear. We're not looking for people who have taken on bears necessarily. Maybe somebody called customer service for you because you didn't want to be on the phone for three hours. Right. Somebody in your family. That's Maybe heroic. they tackled that bear. That's a bear. The bear of anxiety <laughs> talking to people. Head to country1049.ca. Click the local hero banner. Let us know who's done good. On Friday at 840, we'll give away a $30 Domino's pizza gift card to the person who you submitted if we recognize them on the air. Domino's Pizza, the bear-tackling pizza. Eat it before beating up a bear. Yes. Don't beat up bears. Typically, they run. But if a bear is going to attack you, you give it everything you have. Or if you have a pizza, you could throw the pizza at the bear. That might buy you some time. Domino's Pizza, the distraction pizza. That's it. Found it. Head to our website. Let us know who's doing good. This 19-year-old out in Durham area. Doing 95 and a 50. Oh. So nearly double the speed limit. Like in town. 50 zone, so it might be residential. Yeah. A police stopped him and said, hey, 
Why are you speeding, buddy? And he said he was in a rush to get his pizza. Right. Cold pizza, not as good as hot pizza. You don't want pizza. some pizza sitting around, right? Yeah. You want that thing to be hot. Bad excuse because someone could have got hurt, but also I get it. It's a good excuse. I get it. Uh, facing several charges now. And not even for the speeding. He was going to get pizza pizza. Yeah. Well, Shania Twain's country music superstar from the Timmins area. She's got one more thing to add on to the list of the many things she's done in her life. She now has a train named after her. Can you guess the name of the train? Oh, no. Is it Shania Train? Shania Train. <laughs> <laughs> so she lived in Geneva for 10 years and somehow knew some of the people. Was she of- fleeing the law? Maybe. Do they have weak extradition laws? Well, I think that's where Mutt Lang, her ex, lived. Okay. She lived in like a castle there or something. She was married to a dude named Mutt? Yeah, she was. That's almost as bad as Fatty. Yeah, pretty bad name. Famous producer. Okay. So it's a three-hour journey across the Swiss Alps. Sounds like an amazing journey, actually. Okay. We, we were trying to think of other country artists that have had weird tie-ins. You told me about this Johnny Cash thing. Yeah, I remember back in the early 80s, Johnny Cash had a line of bank machines. Which is right on the nose, and we're (laughs) not making this up. There was commercials for it. Canada Trust, it was a partnership with them. Someone thought this was a good idea. You know, friends, waiting in line for your money isn't fun. Canada Trust has a better idea. Their Johnny Cash money machines are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's right. That was such a big deal. What? I can get money 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Is it like a walk the line of credit? I'm going to give myself the Walk cr- the line of credit. I'm give my, no, I'm giving myself the crickets. That was the next venture. Johnny Cash giving you a personal loan. <laughs> you had another business idea for Shania Twain. Oh, well, maybe she could get into the rope business. Shania Twain. Is that the next thing she does? I'm giving you the crickets on that. Supply farmers with the twine that holds the hay bales together. That'd be a big market. You're a musician yourself, though. You ever thought about getting behind a line of products? Last name's Hussy. Hmm. So like some Hussy brand birth control or something? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Which wouldn't make sense for you because there's nine kids in your family. You have eight brothers and sisters. And then all of you have kids yourselves. So... Don't trust Hussy brand birth control. We wouldn't be a good walking advertisement. No, unless you like child support payments. Been hearing about the declining birth rate for a while, but Canada's population went up by a million people last year. Most of that immigration. And here's why the population going up worries me, because that's just more people doing 10 under the speed limit on Highway 21. That's more people clogging up the roadways, me taking longer to get to where I need to go. I have places to be. So next time you're going through the drive-thru and you're wondering why it's taking so long, maybe go on birth control. Dick Van Dyke fans. Mm-hmm. I love Dick Van Dyke. He's one of my favorite actors from when I was young. I used to love watching Mary Poppins. When you were young... Were you young in the 40s? Well, no, but like we grew up on Mary Poppins. You know, the guy that had the really bad British accent. He was the American guy who had the brutal British accent in Mary Poppins. Hello, Mary Poppins. It was bad. That guy. He was in a car accident in Malibu. Yeah. I guess he's still driving. (laughs) Suffered minor injuries. And Matt and I got thinking about how we we don't do enough news for people who maybe grew up in the mid-1900s. So we figured we'd do one segment just for you called Old Timey News. 
Did you hear about Diana Ross? She's heading out on tour this summer. She's going on tour, see? Julie Andrews made a rare appearance at a birthday party for her friend, Carol Burnett, who turned 90. You don't say. Bob Barker is leading a campaign to remove the elephants from the Edmonton Zoo. Wow, that's the cat's pajamas. Singer Pat Boone appeared at the Movie Guide Awards, where he was nominated for his movie, The Mulligan. You know who else is still singing? Paul Anka. He'll be performing in Singapore this May on his greatest hits, His Way Tour. Singing like a songbird, see? Just like Frankie Avalon and the Spinners, who performed at the Summer Music Festival in Redlands, California, see? Now you're up to date. Most of those celebrities in their 90s now. Yeah. Still alive. It was really hard coming up with this bit because <laughs> you Google uh, yeah. celebrities from the 50s and they're all dead. A lot of them. It's always tough to hear that these grandparent scams, somebody in South Huron, OPP were saying they got a call from someone claiming your grandson is in jail and he needs bail money. It's an emergency. Money, please. And they transferred money to the tune of $40,000. What? That's how, a lot of money. How does this even happen? It's your. It's an emergency situation, right? They create a sense of urgency. Makes you think somebody you love unconditionally is in danger and they need your money for help. But you know who no one's talking about? The grandchild. What about the grandchild in all of this? This person calls and says, hey, C Cody's in jail. And then, <laughs> of course, Cody's in jail. Why, do you, why are we naming our kids Cody? They're always terrible. And so the grandparent believes the whole thing. What does that say about what they think of Cody? So you think Cody should be mad at grandma and grandpa? Yes. If I was Cody, I'd be insulted. You actually paid someone $40,000 because you were that convinced that I was in jail? <laughs> Can you imagine? I'd be insulted if my grandparents, oh, that sounds about right. Matt's in jail. Hold oh. on, hold on. Don't get too presumptuous because you have two kids who have moved out of the house at this point. Yeah. What crime could they commit that you'd be like, yeah, that, that is something they would do? Your daughter's in Montreal right now. Well, if well, she was out west, and you know what? I would have believed it if someone called and said they had arrested her because she was at some protests. Tree hugger? She, yeah, she was fighting for the old growth forest at Fairy Creek. So you would have believed it if somebody from the, the RCMP in B.C., called you and said your daughter's been arrested for tying herself to a tree because they were arresting people for tying themselves to a tree okay. that, that's something she would do but then in that case i'd be like good i'm proud of her saving the trees <laughs> you have fun in that jail cell <laughs> sweetheart i remember matt hussey got a funny haircut one day well i thought well i'll get it short on the sides and longer on the top and, and you folded it all to what you combed it all to one side very hitler it looked like hitler premier doug ford got a really really short haircut recently and a reporter asked him about this hey your hair's shorter than it has been in the past what's going on and boy did premier doug ford have a story and i went down south for a few days so i go into walmart i'm a cheap son of a gun so <laughs> i see the you know 15 dollar haircut or whatever all right so let's just stop right there for a second so he's in the american south needs a haircut goes into walmart if you're not familiar with our premier he earns he's he's a money maker he has a business he makes a lot of money yeah why is he going to walmart for a haircut he's on the road and he needs a haircut whatever walmart he continues <laughs> the problem was colin he didn't speak English, and I didn't speak Spanish. So all of a sudden, he pulls out the shaver, and zoom, right across the thing. He must have used not even a one, a zero. And I said, senor, like, look at look what you did. One side's full, one side's not. Uh, this, this is the part that got me. Said, senor. Senor. 
What have you done with my hair? Don't you realize I'm the Ontario Premier? I can't even finish my egg sandwich. So uh, he goes to a hairdresser whose English is kind of weak. Guy goes short. Story continues. So then I had to get the other side done, and needless to say, it cost me $26. I've never paid $26 for a haircut in my life, and I had to give the guy a $10 haircut. But anyway, he went right down to the concrete, as you can see there. <laughs> he had to pay for both sides to be done? I don't understand this. Yeah, I think he missed it. Yeah, it was a $10 tip. So $15 haircut, $10 tip. Yeah. Paying 26 bucks total. Oh, oh wow. Boy. It looks quite something. <laughs> this is why I shaved my head, dude. Avoid all this trouble. Mm. Shave my head. If anyone's going to make me look like Vin Diesel with jaundice, it's going to be me. So the federal minimum wage is going up. What that means is if you work for a federally regulated industry, say the airline, the railway... They have a minimum wage. Sixteen sixty-five an hour is what it's going up to, up from fifteen fifty-five. So it's going up a buck ten. Oh. Sixteen sixty-five. Which so, is which is it's fine. Yeah, like forty-four bucks a week. There you go. Maybe. Now federal minimum wage workers, they can buy that thirty-seven cent ramen noodle package from the store instead of the cheap twenty-seven cent package. Nice. Now, if you don't work for a federally regulated industry, which is the most people here. So you still make the Ontario minimum wage of fifteen fifty an hour. So don't expect to buy any luxuries, okay? Like food. food. Yeah, food. Yesterday, the Senate was meeting, the Senate over here in Canada, in Ottawa, and they had to adjourn early because there is evidently a smell. Oh, a stench. And, and I want to give this guy credit, Senator Donald Plett. Uh, he asked the Speaker of the Senate if they could adjourn. But we have a very, very um, difficult odor in this chamber as we have had in the entire building most of the morning. Um, as an old plumber, I used to work with this odor quite a bit. As a senator, I haven't quite as often. That smell like crap. I love how he had to choose his words wisely. A difficult odor. So PC. Difficult odor. Uh, there's a difficult odor in the building. Yeah, he's a government worker. He's yeah. got to keep it profesh. There's a difficult odor. Yeah, but you'd never say that in real life. Someone ripped one in the car. You don't say, oh, one of you children uh, must have unleashed a difficult odor. <laughs> you would if that car <laughs> was driving through the Senate. Maybe. Now, the easy joke is to say it smells like crap because Parliament's a zoo. Ha, ha, uh, ha. Yeah. And that's an unfair joke. Zoos also smell like pee. A lot of people go to Clinton to get their driver's license. I don't know if they've ever seen anything this bad. There was this guy from Brampton doing the test in Guelph. Failed. And so then he took to yelling at the drive test staff. You can't fail me. I'm allowed to go through red lights. He got into his vehicle. Then he sped around the parking lot, nearly hitting four people. Then he went to the plaza parking lot and started doing burnouts. Hold on. Did everything wrong. He was allowed behind, back behind the wheel after failing his driver's test? Yeah, I guess technically, because he can try again. Maybe at his G2. Yeah. So then, of course, police caught up with him. Now, not only does he not have a license, he's charged with stunt driving and his vehicle's impounded. He doesn't even have a vehicle now. Ooh, but how good would that have felt? I feel like I've been failed without really earning it at the drive test. And you want to scream, you want to strangle murderous thoughts go through your mind. You want to do all these things. They're in your heart, but you don't do it because you're a reasonable person. This guy did it. 
And although it was the wrong thing to do, that must have felt really good. Yeah, it was probably like, you know, if you're not going to give me my license, I'll never have a license ever. I won't let anyone give me a license then. It's a four-year-old's logic. You break your sister's toy because it's like, well, if I can't have it, nobody can have it. Police released this video of somebody going over the Burlington Skyway Bridge. That's QEW, west of Toronto. And they said, don't be this passenger. They were just sitting on top of the car, out the sunroof. Just like, woohoo, having a great time going over the bridge. You never done anything reckless like that in a car? Well, when we were younger, it was common to just hop in the back of somebody's pickup. Nobody wore seatbelts back then. Sitting in the truck bed. Oh, yeah, like if you had a bunch of kids over, like, yeah, hop in the back. We're going for ice cream. And you'd drive into town in the back of a pickup. That was normal. And nobody stopped you? Police didn't stop you? We didn't have seatbelt rules back then. <laughs> oh, right. This was in the 1900s. <laughs> yeah. Before seatbelt rules. But terrible if you'd ever gotten into an accident. Like, e- even this girl here. Can you imagine? They get into an accident, she'd just, like, fly off the bridge into Lake Ontario. No. No, no, no. If she's out the sunroof and they get in an accident, she's not flying into Lake Ontario. The top half of her is flying into Lake Ontario. The bottom half would just stay in the car. She'd be fine for like three seconds before she immediately died. I don't know about you. Uh, I have family who lives across the world. And every once in a while, they'll bring us clothes. Clothes are always a popular item, but they were always Noki. They were always not off-brand Nikes or... uh, Abidas. Abita shoes. Pimas. Huh? Uh, oh, I saw all sorts of stuff. The store in Toronto caught selling nearly two million bucks in fake Nike, Puma, Tommy Hilfiger, and Calvin Klein products. Two million bucks of this stuff. Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> I love Tommy Hilfiger. I like that Hilfiger stuff. You n- by the way, you never want to buy ripoff clothes, okay? The kids who stitch the real Nikes are much better than the kids who stitch the fake ones. Oh. <laughs> Quality control. And also, you can't trust guys who wear fake brands, which is why all my George t-shirts from Walmart are real, ladies. You always hear this debate. It's like the egg debate. Is it healthy? Is it not healthy for you? It's always different. And here's the new thing on coffee. New England Journal of Medicine found coffee does not make your heart beat more. And they tracked a 1,000 people. And the ones who drank coffee every day walked a 1,000 steps more a day. Oh, maybe because you're staying up longer or you have more energy? I don't know. It might be the energy thing, but this is part of my secret to having six-pack abs. So number one, you wake up and you have a coffee. Step two, do some crunches. Step three, Photoshop my face onto Zac Efron. I love when the classic car show rolls through the town of Godrich. Get to see some of those classic cars. Probably my favorite are the old Mustangs. Old Chevy Camaros are beautiful cars, and GM says they're going to stop producing the Chevy Camaro early next year. Been in production since the 60s. Yeah. Oh, wow. End of an age. I guess so. I know a guy who bought a mid-80s Mustang, beautiful Mustang, and this was right after high school, and he wanted to impress girls. He was a single dude, and he, he jokes about how the only people who wanted to talk about it were guys. Yeah, that's true. I think guys <laughs> buy cars to to uh, impress other guys a lot of times. Maybe. Not always. Maybe. But like, yeah. So my friend's an idiot. But now <laughs> if you want to show off how much money you have, you got to fill your Corolla with fresh produce. Where's the fanciest place you've stayed? Ooh, maybe the Ben Miller Inn just outside of town. 
They have a hot tub there in a silo. A hot tub and a silo? In a silo. Oh, my Lord. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, he stayed somewhere fancy when he was in England. We found out his hotel room cost 6000 bucks a night for the few days he was there. And it came with a butler service. Ooh. Is there a butler service at the Ben Miller? No, I didn't get the, quite the service. No, no butler service at the Ben Miller. Draw me a bath. Who are you talking huh? to? 6000 bucks a night butler service. So a lot of people online complaining about high expense. And you have to understand, for $6,000 a night, that's a lot for a normal person. But the prime minister, regardless of who they are, is not a normal person. They're at this event where there are all these world leaders. They have to have the best internet in case you got a video back home. If there's an emergency back home, you have you need lots of security to do business. And I'm sure our prime minister was doing very important work. What's that? He was in the lounge singing piano songs. caught in the lounge because he was there with Canadian pianist uh, Gregory Charles and they were in the lounge singing songs on the piano. Supposed to be mourning the loss of the queen and they're down in the lobby singing queen. (laughs) (laughs) But to be fair, okay, let's be fair. It's really hard work to sing like Freddie Mercury. Oh, singing like Freddie's hard. Even harder than being a prime minister. (laughs) Maybe. Admittedly, I don't really look at the grocery store receipt when I go there. I am eyeballing the screen, though, and I apologize to any cashiers listening. <laughs> but when you're scanning everything, I'm eyeballing your screen, and I'm looking, oh, you got that twice. Can you just, yeah, erase the one? And it's usually <laughs> fine, but is that an annoying thing? Not if you just do it a couple times, but I worked a cash once, and it's annoying when they're like, oh, did you get the coupon? Oh, did you scan that correctly? Is that the one that's on sale? And then you're like, I'm the one that knows how to do this. Why are you suddenly a professional on my job? Dalhousie University says uh, most (laughs) Canadians, 67% of Canadians, so like two-thirds, check their grocery store receipt either as they're leaving the store or when they get home and have found a mistake on their receipt. Uh, Most common thing is... You think something is going to scan for one price, it scans for a higher price when you get to the checkout. It's such a bad time to check the receipt as you're walking into traffic, too. <laughs> is that what you do? I've almost had some accidents. You're, you're pushing the cart with one hand while you're looking at the receipt. <laughs> Easy to bang into somebody. You're terrible at life. <laughs> it's just, it's awkward going back to the cashier and then you have to interrupt them and say, sorry, you scanned the wrong price on my Magnum-sized condoms. I asked a very bizarre question a couple minutes ago. Are you allowed to make a music video out of home surveillance footage of the police executing a search warrant on your home? Bizarre question, but that's what rapper Afro Man did. Police in Ohio busted down his door. They had a search warrant. I believe they were looking into possible kidnapping. They didn't find anything. No charges were laid busted down his door, came into his home, and he had a whole, he's a fairly famous rapper that you might know from the early 2000s hit Because I Got High. You might remember this song. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. Do you remember this song? Oh, yeah. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. The song about how, how his life falls apart because he was smoking too much weed. Yeah, so these police came in, they broke his door, they ate his lemon pound cake. They, they didn't find any signs of kidnapping. They looked for pot. Uh, allegedly, they maybe stole some money from him. So he wrote a song about it. 
Okay, so he wrote a song about it. He made a music video involving that footage. Yeah. Using his own home surveillance. The Ohio County Police are now suing him, saying they suffered humiliation, ridicule, mental distress, embarrassment, and loss of reputation. Like he didn't by being <laughs> broken into? <laughs> and the song... But this is the song he wrote about the police breaking into his house. Will you help me repair my gate? <laughs> Will you help me repair my door? Did you find what you was looking for? Will you help me repair my gate and door. Yeah. It's, it's almost country-like. There's a country element to it. Dude's gate and door was broken. <laughs> he wrote a song about it. The so, real crime might be the song, though, here. This, this you pretty don't like bad. that song? It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's catchy. But it sounds terrible. It's not because I got high, but it, it's a pretty good <laughs> song. So if you are, are getting an executed search warrant on your home and you want to create a music video about it, just have a lawyer ready is all we're saying. I get the power of nostalgia and the excitement that some people have to go to one of these new Zellers stores. But would you line up for an hour in the rain? To go to one of these Zeller's stores? No. This, this is what happened in Scarborough. People lined up for an hour? Yeah, they were lining up. And, and then they opened the doors and they had a DJ playing. They had a DJ? Oh, yeah. They were pumping out the jams. Like What was, jams? The jams from 1994? Probably. Yeah. They probably had some nice old music. Like Pump Up the Jam. Were they playing the Space Jam soundtrack? <laughs> I hope so. People were all excited about this, but I was looking at the crowd, and I, I'm thinking half of them were Instagrammers. They, okay. just they just wanted to get that Zeller shirt to say, look at me, I got a Zeller shirt. Is that what Instagrammers sound like? Kind of. And it was a mix between Instagrammers and, like, you know, true people who were dedicated to Zellers. They liked the shirts that they sold. A.K.A. old people. Right. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> Zeddy the Bear didn't even show up. Zeddy wasn't there? No. Is he on any of the shirts? Right? Can I buy a shirt with Zeddy on? If you don't remember Zeddy, Zeddy was the teddy bear mascot of Zellers. No, I think they broke ways with Zeddy. I think Zeddy maybe had to get a new job. Maybe he's committed to Walmart now. Is he working at Walmart? I think so. They finally made him a manager after all these years. Mm. Gave him the yellow smock. Good for you, Zeddy. Tomorrow night, if you look up to the sky... You're not going to see much. But on another part of the planet, there's going to be an asteroid flying past Earth very, very close. Closer than the moon is to Earth. Asteroid's about, uh, it's 40 to 90 meters, about the size of the Statue of Liberty, if you've ever seen that thing. Not as attractive, though. It's not as hot as the Statue of Liberty. But it's still, I mean, it, it's somebody, an asteroid. somebody will want to marry it. It's going to be 175,000 kilometers from Earth. Now, that sounds like it's far, but in the when you're talking about space and all of space, that's really, really close. In terms of space, that's a close call. It's like how morning guy Matt Hussey is close to a nervous breakdown, but he still has his clothes on. It's like that. So starting on March 31st, some rules are going to be relaxing at long-term care homes in Ontario. Some COVID-19 rules. Thank goodness. One of them is testing. They're not going to test non-symptomatic people. So if you have symptoms, you'll get tested. But if you don't have symptoms, you don't have to worry about getting the swab up your nose anymore. 
Another rule is you won't need to wear a mask while visiting outdoor areas of a long-term care home. Oh, so now you can have patio beers with grandma. Grandma or grandpa's at the long-term care home, you can have patio beers outside. You might have to sneak the beers in, but (laughs) nonetheless. She can tell you about that time she hooked up with Charlie Chaplin. He was silent. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.